Welcome to Tech Mobility Topics. What if an American company built a new manufacturing facility in the United States and couldn't find anybody to work in the plant? This, in a nutshell, is one of the challenges facing U.S. companies during the great onshoring. This is Topic C. Let's talk numbers and statistics for a minute. Here's the problem. We've got falling birth rates and not just started in the United States and around the world. Less people are coming into the world. Hardcore truth, number one. Number two, we have a population around the world that's aging. People are retiring. So your workforce, even though some people are working longer, is still shrinking faster. And if anything, the pandemic brought to light quality of life. And some people said, you know what? I could work for another 10 years, but I can retire now. I'm out. That's just for openers. And I'm directing this at the folks, you know, I'm all for Made in America. You know I am because I talk about that. But what we're seeing now, they call it um, onshoring or nearshoring. Here's a side curve for you. Not only is this a problem in the United States of America, it's a problem in Mexico. They can't get enough people at almost any rate, and those rates are a lot less than the United States, to work in these plants. And automakers have been building things for export in Mexico for over 100 years. Interesting sidebar. If you're a Chinese company with either wanting access to the American market or having your materials qualify for all the benefits that the federal government has made possible for those companies that either that are building things in countries that either have a free trade agreement with the United States, nudge, nudge, that's Mexico and Canada, or in the United States, then you're going to want to build in North America. The Chinese are trying to get into Mexico because it makes cost economic sense. The problem is rates are going up, wages are going up, just like in America, and they can't find anybody at any price. They're trying. So what do you do? I'm not going to get into immigration law because that is not the point of this program, and I'm not going to do that. But I am going to talk about rising rates. Superimpose on top of that. Right now, the UAW in the United States and Unifor in Canada are going to the automakers and they're looking for a lot more money. If you've been reading the news like I have, you've seen that the automakers have been making serious banks since the pandemic. And the unions are still smarting from the recession back in 07 and the, and the concessions they made almost 20 years ago about a variety of things. They want parity. And they've waited long enough. The UAW elected a more militant leader that is going to take a hard line with the big three. That's happening right now. What does that mean to you? I'm willing to bet that we're probably going to have a strike. And I'm willing to bet that it's going to interrupt supply chains all over the place. I mean, we already have seen situations where companies can't get enough people and had to change the way they do things simply because they can't fill the product lines that they're committed to. That's right now. Once obvious solution years ago of shipping work to lower cost countries has become more complex as companies pull supply chains out of Asia. Okay, I like that because they're coming back this way. That's led to a manufacturing boom of all places in Mexico where cheap labor is becoming less so. And the complete competition for plant workers is perhaps greater than ever. 
And that's something you never thought about. But yeah, the thing has already happened in the United States. Oh, for the record, in the last month, the United States of America added 324,000 jobs. 324,000 jobs last month. And everybody's pretty much scrambling for workers. But we still added that much. We're already there where these companies, in fact, States are having problems luring companies because the first thing company asks, do you have a skilled work pool that will that is available to be hired to come into my plant? This is happening right now in South Carolina with the plants coming in. They're competing for workers against the plants that are already there, which is BMW primarily. They're struggling. They're looking for warm bodies and they can't find enough. And I say that to those people like me want to see stuff made in America, which is phenomenal, but we've got to have the workers. So you've got two choices. If you are an American company that wants to do business in North America, you got two choices, really only one anymore. If you can't get the workers in the United States and you can't find the workers in Mexico, you look at automating your systems. Can I build it robotically? Whatever it is I'm supposed to supply. If I'm going to be in business and I don't want to do business overseas. It's a real thing, folks. You know, for those of you folks that are, you know, we need to bring manufacturing back to America. It's happening right now. It, the reason why it's not happening even faster is we don't have enough people to go into the plants. What we could see, and I'm hoping this happens, I'm seeing it on a small scale, is where we have more in internships and apprenticeships to train the skills that people need in plants nowadays it is not necessarily uh manual labor you think with your head you've got computer systems of all kinds and machinery that have to be programmed this is what they're looking for more now than ever before they want you for your mind more than they want you for your back as opposed to 40 50 years ago it's a very different place the challenge is, will the United States rise to the challenge? And it may be the companies that will have to fill the gap and vocational schools to train the people necessary that these plants need to run. It's going to get to our very economy here pretty soon. Because baby boomers, we're moving off the scene at one time. We were one fourth the U.S. population, but we're aging out. And we're dying off. The people that come behind us are nowhere near that level of population. So we're seeing the birth rates of the last, middle of the last century catching up with us as they have fallen, and we've reported that here. And it's not just a U.S. thing. It's all over the world right now. The number of people being born are less than the people dying off and retiring. That's having an impact like places like this where we're bringing jobs back, but we don't have people to fill them. How much do you have to pay somebody? Let me give an example. Right now, over the past five years, the average monthly salary for a manufacturing worker in Mexico has increased 30%. Uh, depending where you work, that's 326 bucks or more. In the same time frame, the average hourly wage of a U.S. manufacturing worker increased more than 20% to $32 an hour. Now, what this article does not say, is that direct wages or is that fully loaded with benefits? Because typically benefits is counted as wages and is added on top of your hourly wage. And they break that down. This article does not say, and the, the Bureau of Labor Statistics doesn't break that out. But you're looking at roughly, if you're working a 40-hour week, just shy of 1300 a week, or just over 5000 a month, 
That's $60,000 a year before benefits. And that's roughly $10,000 above the average wage in the United States. Roughly. The problem is, unlike commodity and transportation costs, elevated labor costs are not likely to go back down. In other words, once I get the money, I ain't giving it up. Not willingly. So what do you do? If you're a company, what do you do? It is a problem because further down the road, nobody wants to pay for it. We've come to the end of our program. Be sure to join us again next time. This has been the Tech Mobility Show. The Tech Mobility Show is a copywritten production of Tech Mobility Productions Incorporated. Any rebroadcast, retransmission, or any other use is prohibited without the written consent of Tech Mobility Productions Incorporated. Welcome to AONMeetings.com, your next video conferencing and webinar platform. Host your next virtual meeting or your paid webinar with registration and secure file sharing, break rooms, classrooms, and much more. With over five levels of security to know that your data is safe and secure and 100% browser-based, keep in touch with family and friends using the newest meeting platform. Go to AONMeetings.com to start your free seven-day trial. That's AONMeetings.com to start your seven-day free trial. Did you know that you could still listen to past shows of Roadworthy Drive? Kent Chester here. With the change to the Tech Mobility Show, we've taken steps to maintain our vast library of past shows for your listening pleasure. Whether you want to listen to 1, 10, or 50 of our 1,000 shows, we got you covered. Be sure to visit roadworthydrive.buzzsprout.com or roadworthydrivemoment.buzzsprout.com and subscribe. There's no recurring commitment and you can opt out at any time. We set the price super low so that access to the shows is easy and carefree. Thank you so much for your support. Real facts, real opinions, real talk. Roadworthy Drive is now the Tech Mobility Show. I'm Ken Chester, your host. Every week, I delve into the current trends and topics that impact you when it comes to mobility and technology. Things are changing fast, and I cover these topics in a way that's easy to understand. By tuning into the Tech Mobility Show, you can keep informed about the latest happenings with self-driving vehicles, auto finance, electric airplanes, and more. That's the Tech Mobility Show, heard each week on this very fine radio station. These days, everybody wants to be social, and we're no exception. Hi, I'm Ken Chester, host of the Tech Mobility Show. We get to share additional content that you won't find on the show. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and even TikTok. Yeah, we're there. You can find us at Tech Mobility Pod on Twitter and at the Tech Mobility Show everywhere else. Check us out. Be sure to follow us.